Hi, Julia. Hi, Katie. Welcome to another episode of Getting Literate. I'm Katie. Uh, I'm Julia. And we're here this week with uh, Laura Olympus by Rachel. Is it? Do you pronounce it Smythe? It looks like it would be Smythe. I feel like it's Smythe. Smythe yeah. feels Smythe feels appropriate. Yes, and we are drinking pomegranate martinis. Yes, we are because we no. are. No, we're not. Margaritas, pomegranate margaritas. There's tequila in them. Oh, right. And salt on the rim. That's, yeah, yeah. Dumb bitch. <laughs> you said margarita, and I was like, yeah, and that they makes are. sense. Yeah, the vibe. <laughs> Oh, well. Oh, well. They don't taste that bad, though, for having tequila in them. I mean, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of anything pomegranate. Yeah, I am also yeah. a slut for pomegranates. Anyway, tell us more about what we're reading. Yeah. Well, and why they're pomegranate. I think it'll be apparent, apparent? once you talk about what <laughs> yeah, we're <maybe>. reading. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a departure from what we normally do, because this is a graphic novel <gasps> and not actually like a... <gasps> It's a picture book. <laughs> the girlie said, we can't do text today. Um, but yeah. Scandalous gossip, wild parties, and forbidden love. Witness what the gods do after dark in this stylish and contemporary reimagining of one of mythology's best-known stories from creator Rachel Smythe. Persephone, young goddess of spring, is new to Olympus. Her mother, Demeter, has raised her in the mortal realm, but after Persephone promises to train as a sacred virgin, she's allowed to live in the fast-moving, glamorous world of the gods. When her roommate, Artemis, takes her to a party, her entire life changes. She ends up meeting Hades and feels an immediate spark with the charming yet misunderstood ruler of the underworld. Now, Persephone must navigate their confuse- the confusing politics and relationships that rule Olympics. Olympus. Olympics. Olympics. <laughs> there are so many challenging politics that rule Olympics. <laughs> Just, you know, the rules and the, the point system. It doesn't make sense. The ICC, ROC. <laughs> well, also figuring out her own place and her own power. It's uh, It was a webcomic. Yeah, I want to talk about that later, yeah. actually. But that's, yeah, that's Laura Olymp- Olympus. Not Olympics. <laughs> so it focuses very much on... It focuses... It focuses very much on Persephone. Never tequila. Uh, I can't again. fucking talk. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> just the focus today. It's on Persephone. <laughs> we vibe. We simply vibe. Persephone equals pomegranate. Persephone, pomegranate. Pomegranate, Persephone. Wait, Woo! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. How many did you like it? Do you want to guess? Yeah. Instead of just straight up asking <laughs> me? Do you want to play the little game with me? <laughs> did you like it for many? I did like it for many. Woohoo! Yeah, I oh, do no, get I to drink. drink. <laughs> Hooray. Um, I'm going to guess you liked it four and a half many. Got it right on the nose. Oh my god, we have spent too much time together. We need to like it. <laughs> we've just been getting it like one after the next for each fucking episode this semester. Our brains are too connected. Can you move back to Ottawa? Uh, give me like thirty fucking days, girl. God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I yes, think it'll be more spicy. The yeah, the episodes. I'll be like, did you give it one star? And you're like, bitch, it was a full five. Yeah. <laughs> we have to like. We gotta start reading some really out there literature. Yeah. We mm. should do more people choose books for us, but I don't wanna read books that I chose. That's my issue. <laughs> yeah. I do and I don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel bad reading books that we 
know we'll like or that we want to read because it's then it's like we can't shit on them but also i don't want to read books i don't want to read so, <laughs> this is my fucking podcast and your fucking podcast and we'll read what we want you just have to fucking deal with it yeah anyways that departure aside yeah uh, uh what did you like the most of it i okay i'm a slut for artemis i was i was a greek myth girly as a as a elementary school child yeah you know how everyone has like an ancient time period get that they get really ins- fucking into it yeah yeah that's what kids do yeah they just get really into got, an ancient civilization <laughs> yeah i got a book at the scholastic book fair oh, called she's up. all that and it was all of the like female goddesses can we do the that goddesses. for our next all podcast? of the goddesses <laughs> i think i still fucking have it in ottawa actually <laughs> so yes i was not about to throw that bitch out she was cool she, she it was just like it was like each goddess got like two pages and then they would give you like a rundown on like who's who or whatever and like what their stuff was and like the actual like rituals that real people in ancient greece did Ooh. to worship them which was cool i don't know i was a big fan and I was always a slut for Artemis, even though she has the she versions. She can't be a slut she is straight for her. up. <laughs> you, if you fuck, go away. But I love her, and I liked her in this because she was she was cool. She was, mm-hmm. she was also fun. correct me if I'm wrong, but I think ancient Greece had a different definition of virgin than um, Roman Catholics do. I have no idea. I'm like ninety five percent sure I read it in ancient Percy Greek Jackson. Virgin. Let's go. <laughs> Ancient Greek. I'm Googling. Give because I think it just meant unmarried. Consensual virginity and homosexual themes from antiquity. Let's go. This is somebody's WordPress site. I'm going to take it as a fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, I see do, no other do, way to do. proceed. Uh, she has no... This person does not... I have no idea. It doesn't really matter. Oh, is it true that in ancient Greece, virgin used to mean an unmarried woman? Interesting. Uh, yes. No. The word virgin is used in England in the original English translation of the Bible meant an unmarried woman. It's meaning gradually shifted. Um... So anyway, so yeah, their virgins were virgins in Greece. They were not virgins in England. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So biblical virgins were fucking, but they just weren't married. Okay. Grecian virgins were not fucking. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, loved Artemis. <laughs> she was cute. She was cool. Also loved Hera. Or yeah, like in general or in this. Specifically, these representations of them. Interesting. You have to drink for Artemis. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I really love the art style. Oh, I drink like for that's... that. I love it too. Oh, man, it's cute. so cute. I love it. It's beautiful. It's like, gorgeous. Go check out the webcomic. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. I feel like we should post like a couple pictures of the pages inside yeah. on like our story or something. Mm hmm. But yeah, no, it's fucking gorgeous. Like, it just felt like watercolor, but also not at the same time. And it was it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. Um, yeah, so what's on your top three? Uh, 
the art style was my number one. Um, I really appreciated the modernization of the Greek mythos. Mm. It was just like really fun for me and just like really interesting to I feel see. Like I'm in like an English seminar. I really appreciated the modernization of the Greek mythos. Yeah. You're so smart. Especially like, can you see like the, do you remember the one panel where he's driving his like suave vehicle oh, through yeah. the underworld? And Absolutely. that just really brings to me like, the all-new Charon, like, oh, yeah, Charon drives a car now instead of um, a riverboat because what is a riverboat anyway? And isn't a river just a metaphor? (laughs) Sorry, Bunny. Um, It's okay, Bunny. (laughs) And Hades. I loved Hades. I loved him. He was only top three. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Compared? You, yeah, okay. You don't have to drink. You, I had considered making you drink, and then I had considered putting him on my worst. Okay, I'll think about drinking. Yeah, think about <laughs> drinking. Look at it. Stare at it longingly. Girl, you know I already am. But, okay. Why do you love Hades? He is such a complex character. He's so troubled. He has so much conflict going in at all. Like this whole time and it really is just exploring like his nature and like how he perceives himself versus how the world perceives him like it's, yeah. I just think it's a very accurate um, representation of Hades in that he's a bit of an e-boy he really is he really <laughs> is he's so emotional he's just like sad and like dark and I depressed know. I know but he's also an e-boy and I'm like this is perfect <laughs> this is <laughs> how he should be portrayed yeah 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 i love that what didn't you like what was your worst three things um it was very long yeah like it it wasn't a long read obviously it's the actual yeah no i think i read it in like a half hour like it was like you know it's it's not a long read because it's a graphic novel but it is long yeah and this kind of ties into something else that's on my worst which is that it the structure of it like i understand that it was a web comic first so i kind of get why it's like this yeah it just didn't it felt very scattered like there was just shit going on that i was like can we get back to the main plot please like we could lose some of these side stories or like yeah there were a lot of meandering trails yeah like, it was fa- it was very plot. meandering yeah it was very meandering that's exactly it and i was just kind of like nah yeah all right like I don't not it didn't it wasn't huge but it was just kind of like I wouldn't be able to read this as a webcomic if it wasn't in like a like a book form I wouldn't you know it wouldn't have happened yeah so um and then yeah it was just so long like nah Jesus Christ but and then also Persephone oh she was on my worst too amazing I, I love it she's, I hate her yeah, she's so fun. annoying you can't tell me you're that innocent Mm-mm. and that stupid like that's no. a disservice to women that's exactly it it's so hard to do bimbo right yeah. in a way that's not annoying and insulting yeah and just like ugh. like it was just so much all the time i was like shut the fuck up oh my god i know right yeah anyways i can talk more about that later <laughs> tell me more about what you hated <laughs> i hated persephone i hated artemis because yeah. of what happened with apollo that what happened with Apollo right. was on my worst, mm. and I, I don't know how Artemis can't be complicit 
somewhere in that. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I think for, like, a lot of this, even though it was, like, so modernized, I still, like, viewed it as having, like, those, like, weird old school rules of, like, the Greek myth shit. Like, just... You need to put more words behind these thoughts. Like, I just didn't take a lot of it seriously. Like, not mm-hmm. in, like, a I don't take it seriously. Like, I just don't... There Consequences? Not a thing. Well, actions? Yeah. Not really that bad, guys. Mm-hmm. Um... Sorry, I'm just like, what the fuck did happen with Apollo? Apollo assaulted her. Yeah. Yeah. That was a non-con moment. See, yeah, and so that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. Like, the the whole the whole Greek myth system, I'm going to call it canon. The, whole <laughs> the Greek, Greek canon. The Greek canon um, is literally full of that. Yeah. Like, you can't, it's it's inescapable. And so it becomes not really a big deal that, like, Zeus becomes a swan and fucks his lady because she thinks that she's fucking a swan. Like, that's not a huge deal because it's not real. Mm-hmm. And I know that this was, like, very much so not that. But also, I just, all of it, it's hard to be like, yeah, this is a problem when you enter with, like, it's not going to be a problem because, like, we know it's bad, but in this context, it's different. I don't know. I know it's fucked up. I know it sounds like I'm trying to excuse sexual assault. I very much so am not. In this context specifically, I just, like, didn't view it as, like, a... It didn't strike me as something to be upset about. I know it should have, but it didn't. <laughs> and that's a problem. But it's yeah. fine. No, it's not. But anyways, no, you were absolutely correct. Um, it's fucked up. And I do think you're right she was pretty complicit but also again like i'm just like like i i can i totally understand in like how you could excuse artemis based on the greek canon and like just like like looking at this and how she let apollo into her house knowing all these things about him and also about persephone's like rules and stuff yeah um i think like, I totally get that. And, like, I would happily excuse Artemis. Because, like, also, there must be, like, a whole lot of, like, y- you don't want to think about your twin brother, like, as doing yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So she could have blind eyes, blind ears, and also it, their gods and consequences don't yeah. matter as much. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. Is not the fact that, like, what he did was excusable. That's, yeah, sorry, that's yeah. what I was trying to get at. It was just, like, I don't blame anybody for being like man eh, not a big Complicit. deal yeah. yeah 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 totally yeah totally i don't that was the number one thing that struck me about artemis i was like i don't know i didn't love her i didn't hate her i didn't i was actually just a little pissed off with her for most of the novel that's fair i think that's fair or graphic novel but yeah i was just novel. like you're lady what's like it's just weird yeah. No, I get, I see where you're coming from. For me, there's this, like, little, like, eight-year-old going, yes, it's her again. So I kind of, like, sure. yeah. Yeah. I but totally no, get that. That's um, absolutely fair. Yeah. Um, back into, like, our conversation about form. Um, yeah. I really want to talk about how it used, it was originally a webcomic and then it um, got put onto the paper because that's so different um, for it to be consumed like yeah um, uh, 
on like, like saying, the I wouldn't be able to do that. x-axis versus yeah. like the y-axis like up yeah. and down versus left to right like how do you transfer the panels onto that the answer yeah. is it's a fucking mess but like it's it's really cool it's done really well goodbye i'm sorry katie that took a hot second yeah it did. so it's i'm okay. in a graphics novel course right now um, so I just wanted to get a couple graphic novels for you. For reference. Yeah, for reference. Yeah. Um, so this is Fun Home by Alison Bechdel. Okay. So just like take a couple As minutes. Alison Bechdel of the Bechdel test. Yes, we ma'am. have to stand. We have just to look stand. how busy those panels Jesus are. Christ, yeah. I know, right? This is one of the things, like this is why I don't really gravitate to graphic novels, like typically, partially just because they're not my main form of consuming a novel, but also because I don't know how to read that i know right because you I'm have to something. read the pictures and the dialogue and the captions and in what order i know right yeah and like this is a graphic novel it's the, the horizon zero dawn um i think it's actually a comic not a graphic novel so basically the, the difference is a graphic novel it's like here's a book let's make a pictures yeah um whereas a comic is like um periodically released you know yeah yeah. that's like literally the only difference it's like are you done (laughs) 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 um fuck okay but this was a video game that they actually took the plot of didn't you just have a one of those video games come out that you spent 24 hours total over two days playing julia yeah or maybe it was more like 36 over three it was 36 yeah. over three. It was 36 over three. I thought so. I um, that and so that's another graphic novel. And just like the way that panels are crowded and like. Yeah, this is much cleaner. Yeah. I would prefer to read the, the comic personally just because it's. I read very fast, mm-hmm. as you know this. Um, but part of that is because I can move across the page very quickly. And just kind of like, I don't necessarily read every word. Mm-hmm. So, but I can, I read, you know, I'm not like skimming, skimming, but when I read, I mostly, I'm not skimming, but I do read very quickly. Yes. And so that's so fucking hard to do with I know. a graphic novel. Like you actually have to like slow down and like find, like you have to parse you like have- the actual direction of the reading yeah. from the scene first. Yep. And then you have to go and be like, okay, which like and that's that's a lot for me for, as somebody who's very used to being like okay i know how to scan a page mm-hmm. totally i wish yeah. i still had borders by thomas king um mm. because that one was really interesting too i think you would like it better um but mm-hmm. anyway this one like laura olympus i found very it was pretty easy yeah to to read because of the way that the panels are laid out it's not super busy because it is technically a webcomic, right? Like I said, like it was... Yeah, well, yeah. this is what I'm going to, like, go off about. Look, please do. Like, so in the transition from webcomic to um, graphic novel, yeah. from up and down to left to right, there's... It probably took a lot of work, and you can totally tell that by just the way yeah. the pages are laid out. There is so much white space on yeah. the pages compared to like other graphic novels which are full <laughs> which are full like this fun house fun home one disgustingly full like, like way crowded. too busy it makes me upset looking at it <laughs> <laughs> it's fully packed to the brim and 
even like this horizon one like it makes some use of white space but it's mostly very full and this yeah. one's also very colorful it's just to separate panels really is the white space whereas here we have like whole pages yeah with just section titles and then well that's co- common too no like, i know Bechdel but does that. the um like there's like pages where it's like two or three panels again and they don't take up like i think that page that you just went past like it the i don't know growing like that one literally a single panel on the other side of the page there's two and i wouldn't even call it a panel like it's like a big drawing it's very interesting how they did this and especially because like i don't know just how much space you give to certain panels and like how much page you give to panels and words attached to it just well, the give like different about... meeting meanings it's so yeah it's so interesting yeah and there's so much art outside of panels in this which i, I didn't say, like like art outside of the panels and also overlapping panels they don't always yeah. line up necessarily like in a grid system mm-hmm. and then i don't know i don't mind the I art like outside it, panels because they tend not to be super ones. yeah yeah it is subtle when it does art outside of panels yeah and it's also not like integral mm-hmm to like the plot of the graphic novel and like the book the way that the book needs to be read like the, it doesn't need to be those typically are like extraneous yeah superfluous extra add-ons <laughs> extra just pretty. extra read all about it they're for the aesthetic you know so i don't mind them but yeah it is very funky yeah and yeah yeah i can't imagine reading that on a screen no even laid out differently, honestly. I can't. Oof, that's a lot. I know. I think I looked at it when I first read this in, like, January. I, tr- I think I tried to look at the webcomic or, like, um, yeah. I did look at the webcomic, but it was just so different. I was like, eh, different, eh. And I, yeah. like, immediately closed the page. I was like, no, 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 I think no. also I associate reading on my laptop with, like, school. Yeah. So anytime I have to, like, scroll, I'm like, bored. <laughs> Rain turned off. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it was just, like, it's just... It's very interesting. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's very long. It is quite long. Like, not a long read, but it is quite long. There's a lot and this is volume one. On. Like, how many other volumes are there? That's the real question. Mm-hmm. Um... Lore Olympus. I want to know how many volumes. I think this is the first one. Like, it just came out in 2021. It won the 2021 Goodreads graphic Mm. novel thing. There's a television adaptation announced in 2019. Good for Miss Smythe. Yeah, good for her. Because I doubt you'd be making money on a webcomic. But it's so beautiful. Publication... Hmm. Um. Oh, into an animated series. That's cute. That's gonna be so cute. Yeah. Oh. What? I'm just on like the Wikipedia page trying to find out like if there's like other volumes or like how many because I think it's like volume one is like twenty five episodes one to twenty five or whatever. So how many episodes there are? Like you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Uh. Love. I love it when I love it when people are like, yeah, you don't get to know my real age. Yeah. Like, what's her face from Euphoria? And then also Rachel Smythe, who's aged 35 to 36. We're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, she works 70-hour weeks on the comic. 
That's what I want. Ah, about. That's too many. That's too many. I mean, the, it's apparent. Yeah, it's beautiful. But also, holy though. fuck, that's a lot of time. That's that kind of makes sense, though. It does, but also, that's what, 70 hour weeks? That's too many. That's way too many. I'm doing 40 with school, and I'm tired. I need a life. <laughs> like, surgeons do like 80. Surgeons do 80. Like and Miss Smythe out here with 70. Yeah. I, I've been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy recently. Um, <laughs> so, like, surgical interns are here at, like, 80. And she's at 70 on, like, a webcomic, which is, like, important and it's awesome. But also, like, holy fuck, that's a lot of time. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Jesus. Yeah, well. Um, yeah, I, there's no mention of, like, how many episodes there are. I'm sure if I went to the actual website, there would be, but... No, no. Oh my god. What? January 15th, 2022. Episode 190. 190? 190. Holy shit. Mid-season finale. Jesus fucking Christ. That's a lot. And this was 1 to 25. And it was a, she's like a two pound book. She's hefty. Also, like, oh my, how how much can go on? I don't know. I mean, you're working with a whole Greek canon. Yeah. So, Greek myth canon, because the Greek canon is different. But the Greek canon includes Mamma Mia. <laughs> For you, maybe. Yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Jesus, that's long. Yeah. Wild. Wild. Yeah. That's Odyssey levels. Yeah. <laughs> we love a Greek reference. Um, yeah. Okay, so you didn't love Artemis for reasons that are normal. Yeah. But we also didn't love Persephone. We also did not. There weren't a lot of people I liked in this. Agreed. One of what who I did like. Yes. Who I normally don't like in Greek myth. Who? Hera. I loved her in this. She I was wonderful. I loved her in this. And I think the um, deleted scene really helped. Yeah. She gets a sense of agency that you don't get to see yeah. from, from most myth interpretations of her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, there's this whole deleted scene um, where uh, Hades, it's like Hera's birthday and Hades is going to give... Um, her like a really nice fur coat mm-hmm. and um which she... by the way if i was married to somebody and their brother like tried to give me like a fur coat for my fucking birthday that's suspicious that is not chill behavior that's what? extravagance they're rich i know but that's they're like ultra wealthy <sighs> do you think grimes says that about elon musk's brother does elon musk have a brother i don't think so I don't but know. i just really he has, like, only child energy. Such big only child energy. Like, he was mama's special little boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he really, yeah, he really does. But yeah. Um, his mom fucking owns an emerald mine. Yeah, well, you know. Anyway. Um, Just normal, normal guy <laughs> things. Anyway. His mom. You know. Hera gets Hera. this coat yeah. from Hades. Yeah. <laughs> and she touches it. And she gets this vision of him 
marrying Persephone, I think. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, yeah. Which I'm like, okay, I have to read a um, hundred and... Ninety. A hundred and ninety-one mid-season finale. hundred ninety mid-season finale. That's the last time it was updated. What the fuck? I have to read like a hundred and like... Fifty, hundred twenty, hundred and sixty-five. Thank you so much. No. Not good at math. Hundred sixty-six. Math. Anyway, we have to read more. Many, <laughs> big many. <laughs> and they're still not married yet. Like this oh. is a deleted scene from like one to twenty-five. So like, also like, who knows what um chronological order this is following? Like, yeah. graphic novels can do whatever the fuck they want with time. And I mean, she already is doing whatever the fuck she wants. We uh-huh. dip in and out of like flashbacks and stories and other people's plots and like it's all over it's the so place messy. anyway the point i'm trying to make yes <laughs> is hara is finally portrayed as a nice person yeah because she's, she's the uber s- bitch the uber jealous bitch like yeah, monogamy! yeah. Monogamy! Which, honestly i don't blame her for but <laughs> like have you seen who she's married to Literally. and she's supposed to be the goddess of like marriage like that's <laughs> a sick sick joke that's because she stays married to him She's the goddess yeah. of putting up with bullshit. <laughs> she really do be. Anyway, she gets a vision of Persephone in when she touches his fur coat. She's like, I cannot accept this. And that seems like typical bitch Hera. Yeah. Right? But we finally get her point of view. We finally get a little moment of redemption. It's new and fresh, yeah. And it's like, oh, actually, she has a reason. And she's actually so much wiser and empathetic than anyone will give her credit for. Because just men have been telling her story. Once again. And they have been not sympathetic to her and all the bullshit she has to put up with. I mean, yeah, because men look at that, you know, not to generalize, but men look at that and go, Zeus just wanted an open relationship. And she said yes. And now she's mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) Which, like... Fuck, I would be too. Yeah. I would be too. If, like, I, if I was fucking married to somebody and they were like, look, I want an open relationship. And I went, okay. And they went, you can't fuck anybody. I will fuck whoever I want. And I won't just fuck them. I'll rape them. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a lot. That's a problem. Yeah, that's, that's, let's go to couples therapy moment. Let's go to jail, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, horny jail. Real jail. <laughs> All, all of the, the jails. jails. All of the jails. Maybe at one. Yeah. We are prison abolitionists here on Getting Literate, but also <laughs> jail. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, from Parks and Rec. Uh, who's that guy you love from Seattle or Portlandia? Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. Yeah. The Venezuelan. You cook fish too ambassador. much? Jail. You cook fish too little? Also jail. Yeah. You play music too loud? Straight to jail. <laughs> Yeah. What did you think about Persephone's hair simply growing because of her mood? I liked it. It was very subtle. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was cute. Mm-hmm. It was cute. There was like a bunch of like little like character traits that she just kind of like built into like these. I think that's one of the things that you can do with like a visual medium, like a graphic novel, is you can throw just like a character trait like that and not have anything be explicit and just be like. Doop. Yeah, and don't here's, even address it. Like, here's a detail. Here's, like, something to build this character out um, that I don't need to tell you, which is nice because, like, writing, that's something that you struggle with, right? Like, we're both in, like, that prose workshop right now. And, like, how do you how do you do character details that aren't so fucking explicit? Yeah. That don't – like, how do you do a show and not tell with just language? It's so difficult. Very. Graphic novel, you can get There's away so with that a little away. bit more. Yeah. 
It yeah. Was, like, I'm not saying that it's easier, but it definitely, like, there's allowances. The that... medium lends well to yeah. showing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, it's really cool. I, yeah, I liked it. It was a cute little detail. It was fun. Yeah. Another cute little detail I liked is how all the gods are different colors. Like, yeah. Hades is blue, and Persephone's pink, and Artemis is purple. I'm going to talk about a little bit, yeah. That's what okay. I wanted to do in so SM. Sorry. So no, sorry. No, don't, don't be sorry. But yeah, they are all different colors, and it's very nice. It also helps distinguish them, yeah. because as gorgeous as the art style is, it's not, they don't, they're distinctive, mm-hmm. but not drastically different people. Yes. Because of the art style, it's it's very, like, it's not abstract, but it is. Yeah. It's not realist. Yeah. It's not realist. I, it's I don't know what I would call it. Yeah, it's cartoony. For sure, it's cartoony. And so there has to be some sort of way to distinguish between people when you have the, um, like, they're all not standard, but, I mean, she needs to make it easy on herself, Rachel. She's yeah. been in seven hour weeks. I can't imagine how much work she would do if she was trying to be like, okay, and now this person's face and nose is like this and this person, like, no, you know? just give them yellow. Just, just give them a color. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, no, it was cute. It was nice. Like it was, and the vibes were cool because then, like, when different people got brought in, then you could like kind of tell based on like the energy of and the like page the scenes the are different colors. colors. Like there's yeah. different ba- background well, there's colors depending on who the gods were. Yeah, there's whole sections where the the background color isn't white anymore; it's black, mm-hmm. which is nice. And like, yeah, like when they're at like a party, it's like a darker kind of like, but like it's just I don't know. She does a lot with color in this mm-hmm. to to demonstrate like characterization and setting. She really does. Yeah. Sick AF. Yeah. yeah. Want to hear the funniest thing ever? Absolutely. This is praise for Laura Olympus. Mm-hmm. What Scott Pilgrim did for Canadian slackers, Laura Olympus does for the Greek pantheon while being so beautiful that you know Aphrodite is just staring daggers in its direction. Sir Kieran Gillen, what the fuck does that mean? What did, what did Scott Pilgrim do for Canadian slackers? Except portray us in, like, the worst fucking way possible. Like, the fact that Scott Pilgrim is set in Canada... And I, lo- I love the movie. I haven't read the, the graphic novel, but I love the movie. I despise being associated with it. Because I don't want to... I don't want people to think that we're all, like, Scott. No. Yuck. Icky, icky, icky. Yeah. No. It's a no. It's a no. He's the worst. <laughs> uh, is it just, like, the Manic Pixie Dream Girl? Or are they like, ah! Maybe, fuck. <laughs> There's some Manic Pixie Dream Girls in this, too. Like, maybe it just means it's, like, a big deal. <laughs> like, it made Canadian slackers a thing that people know about. Which, again, why? Why is that <laughs> why praise? Why do you have to give them? Why do, you have to, why do you have to portray us like this? Yeah. Come on. Let's be a little better. <laughs> I actually recently watched that. It's nuts. I love it. I love that movie so much. much. It's one of my faves. But also, yeah, that's it's a moment, it's a vibe. But incredible. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hated Persephone though. I hated her. She's just she was baby. She wasn't bimbo. No, exactly. And, like... It was annoying. I feel like there's a way to do, like, new to the world without baby. Yeah. You can do naive and not be fucking the worst. Yeah. Like... Yeah, you just... It's, like, you don't have to... She was, like, baby-faced. Like, 
even in like you know get a cartoon face she was baby faced yep she was like like uh, just she didn't know how to use a phone I know, right? Like, like, if she grew up in the mortal world, she she would know how to use a phone. Like, please. Like, like there's just so much going on there where I'm like, like look at these you are panels. useless. She has big eyes and she's doing a little Huge eyes. Yeah. So stupid. Jesus fucking Christ. She's got, like, the, little, the stupid little, like, baby lips where she's like... Like, you can hear her baby talking. Yeah. Even though it's just a panel with no words. Honestly, I want to hit her. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, snap out of it. Be better. Like, you're embarrassing us as women. I know, right? Like, I feel like you... I've seen works of yours in the past where you really managed to do bimbo without doing baby. Yeah. And... We, like, there's such... There's a yeah. limit. You have to... You have to... You can't... You have to make them smart in some ways like some ways like you just yeah. have to give them something yeah like you did an incredibly street smart bimbo but she was yeah. so fucking stupid yeah you, yeah like you can and i think the thing here with persephone is she is all soft yes everything about her is weak and soft and you can't do that to you can't do that to characters like not even like female characters you can't do that to characters because they're just boring yeah you have to give She's them some so sort of edge like, mm-hmm. you can do a soft character that's not weak. Yeah. Or you can do a weak character that's not boring. boring. Like, it's just, and she was so fucking boring. And yeah, like. Also, she's a goddess. <laughs> like, you can't do a boring, weak goddess. No. Like, she has to have something. Like, yeah, this is, in a way, like, a it's finding your power. Nice. <sighs> I hate her. I know. Like, it's like a, a it's a finding your power sort of, sort of moment, but. That doesn't mean there's none to begin with. We're yeah. not going from zero to 100. Like, she's a goddess. No. Can we please have a baseline of at least, like, 20 power to start with? Like, just just something. A little bit. Like, there was just, like, zero self-confidence. Zero sort of, like... There, she just she didn't have any energy. No. And even, like, I think they were trying to per, uh, portray Demeter's um, relationship with Persephone as abusive, which is, like, valid. Fine, yeah. But give her trauma, then. Like, that would give her a fun edge if she yeah. was, had a couple jagged edges, you know? If like, she had trauma, if she had flashbacks, if she had weird reactions, like, if she had fucking something other than nothing. Yeah, like, there's, if, if we're trying to portray that kind of relationship, you can do that and not have her be a complete fucking infant Yeah, about it. Like, when she gets date raped at the party. This panel? Uh-huh. This panel? She looks like Boo from Monsters, She Inc. really does look like Boo from Monsters, Inc. Infantile. That's what it yeah. is. That's the issue. She's infantile. And I don't want to read a book about a baby. Uh-uh. So, yeah, no. The, okay. I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing, is I think that it's trying too hard to make her a victim. Yeah. And, I mean, like, we did, you know, she does get drugged. And not actually, like date raped but she does get roofied scene one <laughs> she gets roofied at a party and gets taken home by hades because somebody like throws her in his back seat which the privilege of men to not have to check the back seat when you leave somewhere jesus christ anyways um but <laughs> like so we start off with her being a victim and experiencing like assault uh-huh. you know and then later on she experiences that again which is a much better portrayal I think that was like it. That was a fantastic portrayal of sexual assault. It was such a good portrayal. Of it was really assault. well done, mm-hmm. but 
she's already, she's, she's gonna experience those things. You don't have to victimize her more. I know. And she's already, like, a victim of, like, helicopter parenting and, like, an, an abusive relationship with her yeah. mom. Like, why are you, why are you just piling it onto her? Why are you, like, yeah. still trying to victimize her when you can just, like, play on the things you've already written for her? Yeah. You're, like, making her, it's, like, it's, like, making her helpless to, like, almost, it's making her helpless to be, like, yeah, look, all these things happen to her because she's so helpless. But, like, it, like, not as, like, a, as a reason or anything like that, but it, it just feels, like, feels lazy. Yeah. It Girl, feels you're lazy. putting in 70 hour weeks. We could do less hours and more character i don't know maybe she gets built up maybe she experiences growth but fuck it was hard to start with yeah and also it's like fucking 25 episodes like it's this is i don't know how many pages this is like 500 long and um and they're thick pages too they're thick pages they're big pages they're glossy and pretty which is nice but but there's no numbers why would you need numbers so funhouse is yeah let's assume like 500 pages because funhouse is uh like 200 Okay. And it seems a, a bit less than half the size. And it's also like... Yeah. These are square pages and Funhouse is like Rectangular. a regular book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing is it is very square. Yeah. So you get more on the pages, but also you get less. I don't know. Somehow. It's weird. But it's yeah. It's just the changing of the medium. Yeah. But... I don't know. I was just... I was surprised for like... Especially because every other character gets a lot more agency even like it's yeah that's the the psyche and cupid one right like like flipping past right now yeah that little storyline between them where he like falls in love with her and she falls in love with him and then they like move away together i'm trying to remember the exact details of how this story basically he can't show her his face yeah and that's like their condition and then she sees it one day and then it's like "Ah." yeah it's a whole thing but even that small little storyline, and Psyche doesn't really show up again, I don't think. Or she's not a huge player in this, at least. And uh, mm. she had more depth than Persephone. Yeah, and she's just as victimized. Yeah. Less so, so, but she feels more like a stronger victim. Yeah. More sympathy for I'm her. not, yeah, like, I'm not saying that you can't have, like, somebody who's who's weaker as a character and still go through, like, trauma like that, but it is just it's fucking it's it feels lazy yeah it just feels lazy when you don't she had zero depth that was it she was a very flat character yeah she was baby through and through yeah it was just boring it was just boring because you can be stupid and naive and weak but you just why are you flat (laughs) like Uh, can i say something controversial say it okay and know that I love this from the bottom of my heart, and that's why I can be as critical of Absolutely. it as I'm going to be. Please do. But it's like early seasons of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, where Jake is such a boring, flat character, and yes. all the supporting cast are so much cooler and yeah. more fun and more compelling and have more depth than Jake. Yeah. It, it feels like that, where I fucking despise early jake yeah because it's just so fucking boring Ooh, i'm mr cop man and yeah. i am a man child but yeah. i got a gun because yeah. america yeah or not even because law enforcement yeah um and you know it's like persephone's like i'm 
baby. Yeah. And everyone else around me is cooler and has more depth. And all the supporting characters are going to carry me. Because I'm just here to have a story revolve around me. Yeah. That's what, that's what it is. That's what it is. She's not participating. No. Yeah. In the actual plot. It's just, things just keep happening to her. Yeah. And I'm like, could she do something for fucking once? Literally. Like. She's just so passive. It's, yeah, she's so passive. And she's, like, the protagonist. Like, it's just, like, that's what's so difficult. And I think that's why she's never really a protagonist in many representations of Greek most Because lots of shitty things happen to her. And so it's hard to give her agency. Yeah. And, like, it's just so hard to have a passive protagonist. And it's just a line that in the first 25 episodes is not well walked. No. 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 There's There's a very, very thin line between bimbo and baby and it's it's not we're fully infantile over here i think that there's a i don't i can't remember there i don't remember if it's a reinterpretation i don't know if it is a translation i don't know what it is but i do remember hearing something about um a telling of the persephone myth um where she she knew full well what eating the um pomegranate seeds would do she was like yeah i want to yeah. Like, it wasn't like a, oopsies, I was hungry. Like, <laughs> you know. Don't have a little stuck. <laughs> and then, oh, no, I'm stuck. Like, it, she was like, no, I know that eating these means that I can, I have to stay down here for half of the year, and I'm fully committing to that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be big agency. Mm-mm. But some. Yeah. Not just reacting. Or even just, like, to have her lie. Like, throwback to Agatha Christie, where the characters really fucking shallow but they lie so that's interesting like they lie and that gives them agency and agency and And like like, they decide to do like you know so like yeah you could argue that in some tellings of this mythos like persephone's like oh my god i just like totally didn't know that this was gonna happen oh my god i'm so stupid yeah she's just like lying through her fucking teeth yeah like i would prefer that over oopsie doopsies yeah yeah because lying means that there is more going on inside. Like, the there nothing. is a depth. Static. Yeah. It's like those TV, like the old TVs. Oh, literally. Yeah. Yeah. She She's static-brained. She is. That's her. And you know what? Once again, the bimbo that we were talking about that I've done before, she was fucking static-brained. She was. She was fully static-brained. But she and has she's... so much agency. Yeah, because you can write a woman who's, like, stupid and helpless, but also, like, knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah, and can Most react. women do. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it just, she just wasn't passive. Yeah. She was so stupid. She couldn't read a fucking map. But once she got lost, she she did shit. She didn't yeah. just sit and cry. She yeah. found her way. It yeah. took her hours, but she found her way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She really did. <laughs> but just, like, I don't know, just, you can... There's so much that you can do with the bimbo trope that can be so interesting. And I'm yeah. not even just talking about myself, like, just in general. Like, fucking Elle Woods. Elle Woods. Is total. Such she's, a good bimbo. She is the bimbo. And she, and, like, the, the whole. The one bimbo to rule them all. Honestly. And the whole fucking plot of Lily Blonde is her, like, going to law school to get her boyfriend back. And then you have a character growth throughout that. And you, like, there's just, there's so much that happens. And she's still a fucking bimbo. She's still supposed to be stupid and shallow and, like, vapid. And yet, and yet, 
I love her and respect her. Like, mm, maybe I'll have to change my essay. (laughs) Just writing a new essay. I want to hear about bimbofication of (laughs) bimbofication of the modern day every woman. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, well, you've read my essay. Yeah. Stepford Wives, Bimboifying, you know, Betty Draper, all of the girls. All of the girls. Like, I just think so many people think bimbo and go baby. Yeah. And it's it's, so not how it should be. No, it's it's insulting. There's so much more depth to stupidity that I just don't think people That's exactly what it fucking is. That's and that's what you're talking about with like the Jake Peralta thing from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. There's so much more you can do with stupidity than just goofy. Yeah. You can be stupid and so fucking interesting. And you can be yeah. goofy and so fucking interesting. Mr. You have Bean. To have facets. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. I don't think we need to say anything more. Mr. Bean. <laughs> no, like genuinely, like I think that that's why stupid characters get such a bad fucking rap because like they they're they're, they're all well thought written. of as like homer simpson's and well one can argue that homer simpson is like he he's like a commentary on like like yeah he's so much more than just a stupid person but peter griffin's yeah you know i don't know i haven't really watched it anyway but i i mean i know what you're talking about like the yeah i feel like i, I don't watch a lot of family guy i just feel like it's the simpsons without the social commentary and it's all just stupid americans without the social commentary i've never even watched an episode so like maybe i don't know possibly i can't really talk about it but yeah i don't know i just feel like i feel like i feel like writers pick characters be stupid because they don't want to give them anything more yeah and they think like oh stupid defining character trait you still have to give them facets there has to be facets to to stupidity yeah as a bimbo myself (laughs) as a stupid bitch myself like they're just, you know, you have to, you have, even stupidity has depth. Yeah. And naivete has depth. It It's not, uh, and even somebody who's shallow, a character who's shallow, has to have depth. Like, there's, ugh, which sounds like an oxymoron, but. Shallow <laughs> characters have depth, too. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the tagline for this? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> getting goofy with Laura Olympus. Shallow characters have depth, too. I was going to say getting bimbo if I'm Laura Olympus. Getting bimbo. Getting bimbo. <laughs> yeah, getting bimbo. Um, That's so much better. But yeah. Yeah. Just because it's not so goofy. It is bimbo. Well, it's not bimbo. It's not bimbo, right? No. It's a bastardized Getting baby. <laughs> bastardized. She's bastardized bimbo. She is bastardized bimbo. Yeah. She's yeah. a man's bimbo. That's exactly it. Yeah, if you gave me this book and you told, you didn't tell me who had written it, I would have been like, it was a man. Yeah. 100%. Well, maybe not. I, I The whole sexual assault I scene, read I wouldn't have thought, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I could read it to you, but, you know. Close captioning, babes. Describe video. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, okay, so at the top, uh, we have three panels and then a very large panel taking up the majority of the screen. And, like, there's panels that. overlaid um, both on top and the bottom. Which is uh, a tricky page to start with. Goddamn. I, it was the one I opened up to. <laughs> um, and there's Hades. Uh, all the, So the background is black. And he's dark blue. And he says, only I can drive my cars. And Persephone looks up to, at him with eyes the size of saucers and uh hands in the hand clasp emoji sort of thing um perfectly covering her cleavage uh she has a wisp of hair on her face and she's making the stupid stupidest pout Mm -hmm. and um hades says absolutely not and he's kind of like grimacing and then there's just a huge fucking drawing of like her tits no i was it's like a puss in boots begging face but oh, it's persephone so that's actually fucking worse yeah that feels like yeah. you can see her little teeth biting her lip that as she makes way the more objectifying i, than I hate just it so much boot. oh my god i would prefer to see nipple than saucer eyes anyway put that on a fucking bumper sticker <laughs> i want a t-shirt i would prefer nipple to saucer eyes <laughs> anyway the next three panels are her uh, holding a steering wheel and just the only dialogue is and then like that's just two panels of her holding a steering wheel and driving and then Hades sitting beside her saying I regret this already yeah that was written by a man yeah that was written by a man what <laughs> the fuck no one touches my cars <laughs> okay you're sexy you can touch my car like <sighs> that's icky yeah, that feels way more objectifying than, like, just tits out. Yeah. But anyway, we, we have been talking about the sexual assault scene a lot yes. because it is so well done. And I just think I should go off well, for a little bit. Yeah, I think you should. I absolutely think you What should. were you going to say? I was going to say, there's not actually, you never have to witness anything. Yeah. Which is lovely. And thank you for a perfect segue Katie, because um, I'm in a graphic novels course right now. That's why I had a fun scavenger hunt in my room. I was like, where are all my graphic novels? Um, That's why I feel so confident to talk about this subject. Um, But for one class, we had to, um, we had to watch this video and it was called, let me just look it up. And we'll link it in the description as Uh, well. Because I want to do this just violence politics and the graphic novel um of hillary shoot was the speaker and she talks about how she talks about how um graphic novels can handle violence ethically in ways that other mediums cannot by virtue of the panels which compose graphic novels so just the panels are like frames they're like still images like if you think of a movie it's like or or like if you remember um, old cameras with the rolls of film, yeah, it's like yeah. still images and there's pictures with borders around it. They're literally framed. Mm-hmm. And because of just what it can show and what it says, um, it is just so much better equipped to handle violence ethically. Yeah. Um, like, you know, the scene in Jojo Rabbit where yep. his mother's yep. hanged and all we yeah. see is her just her feet. shoes just her shoes mm-hmm. like but we know it's well, because her. we've been built up we've seen her shoes a lot uh-huh during the, the like first half of the movie every yeah. time she's in the she's every time she's in the frame you see her shoes yeah and there are there are shots of just her feet moving around 
And and then we go. Yeah. And if you think about it as like a still frame, yeah. a panel on a graphic novel, like that's just perfectly depicting graphic or scenes of violence. And is JoJo Rider based on a book? It is based on the book. Um, but I don't know if it's a graphic novel. Is it a book book? Oh, it's adapted from a book book, Cajun Skies. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was just, yeah, wondering. Um, but yeah, so. So anyway, yes. just because we have these panels, like we have an artist specifically choosing what to portray and yeah. they just have so much more directive and like agency to yeah. choose how to portray violence. Yeah. And it can be portrayed so much more subtly yeah. than it can in a book yeah. where it has to be spelled out yeah. or in a movie where uh, as of late people just show it, it because we're desensitized. Yeah. yeah. Um like Game of Thrones and shit. Like I remember that being a really big deal when that when those scenes were um like those episodes or whatever where the actually very graphic violence was uh, like happened to those characters. I remember that being like, did that have to be just flat? Like, for some reason, I think that like filmmakers and and directors and stuff recently are just like, well, it's so much more impactful if we just show you it, and we don't have any commentary. They're like, just here's the violence. I know, right? And that's so not the case. It's like that very common example i think it's hemingway where it's like um baby shoes for sale never worn yeah like show us violence in terms of that not yeah. and in terms why of why do we have to dangling feet and and tears like why yeah why do we have to be explicit why are we telling instead of showing do you know what it is what um let me try and find this fucking tweet um from do you know Flam Demon? <laughs> no wonder you're so into bimbos. Uh, yeah, absolutely, 100%. But also, um, she's just this, like, TikTok star or whatever person. But she's, like, I don't know. She's very interesting because she is – I wouldn't say that she's bimbo-fied. She's not. Um, but who she is online is very much so a character. But also she tweeted, like, months ago. She was, like – why is it that all of the sexy fashion that we see recently is so unsexy and it's because it's so explicit and she was like she just this fucking random little tweet that she threw out and she was like because everything that we consume now is like porn it has to be the most explicit the most upfront there's no subtlety we've lost the capacity for having any sort of like concept of implicit understanding of things and that's exactly it exactly yeah subtlety is lost we've lost subtlety as a society we have no idea yeah ridiculous yeah and yeah we were talking we touched on it earlier that the graphic novel medium has so much more opportunity for subtlety than i think a lot of other um it's it's easier it's easier well not that it's easier. it affords it more easily that's what it is yeah 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 and it's because of this because it's it can show so easily but it Mm -hmm. also can decide what it's showing yeah and you have it's like it's like you know how in poetry where you have to be very specific about what word you use and the connotations and everything like i feel like panels and graphic novels are selected like words in a poem there's so much care yeah when it comes to it it's like a garden that's carefully pruned Mm -hmm. and because of that graphic novels just have this incredible capacity 
to portray violence in an easily digestible way. Yeah. Yeah. So that it's still impactful, but it's not over and in your face. Yeah. And that is exemplified by the scene of sexual assault in Laura Olympus. Because it just goes, it goes into her head, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's all her thinking things within her own mind. Yeah. And she's like, I think at one point she's like, I'm just going to stay here until he's done. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like readable for one thing. Like, as far as like a depiction of sexual assault, it's not like Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I don't want to, can we not, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not too much, but it tells you it, you know, what's happening, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on. And you're able to kind of like sit with it and sit with the character while yeah. it happens. I think the pages give you the space to sit with a character and sit in their minds. Like, yeah. like you can't sit with it in the same way as a show because it doesn't go at your pace. Like yeah. you get to choose when you flip the graphic novel pages. Yeah. You get to choose how long you mull over this or if you skip it altogether. Whereas like a show, it's you're just seeing and you're not hearing inner voices. Yeah. You can't you graphic novels are just so cool because you have that uh, ability that books provide of like the inner voice with yeah. like and with while also like being shown like there's a visual there's a visual aspect to it so you get to see like that external kind of viewpoint yeah but you can dive into an internal viewpoint yes. if you want to yeah 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 and it's just so well um it's so it's just the medium really affords um depicting violence and also the the medium um fucks around with time so much and yeah. it has the ability to do that something yeah. with the panels and the frames and it's really apparent in Funhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, Funhouse, not that I am going to talk much about it, but basically, like, it sh- it's it's a graphic memoir, and okay. she just shows different stages of her life by drawing herself with different haircuts. And you're like, oh, I love that. Okay, yeah, she has a mullet, so obviously she's this age, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just something so simple as that. Yeah. Um, where you can just play with time so much more easily. And the cues for that kind of thing are much more subtle. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. And just like artistic choices. It's a very artsy medium, right? So you can yeah. have like overlays like um in the graphic novel Mouse, uh, which is, I'm so sorry. This is literally like, it feels like a thesis for my um course. A little bit, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it's fun. It's good. Um, so in the graphic novel Mouse. Um, That's the... Um... <laughs> holocaust one right yeah, yeah it's the holocaust one <laughs> not to but yeah <laughs> literally um like it's taught in a lot of schools right now yeah and also banned from a lot of schools in the southern states Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Sorry, um they like they jump from like auschwitz to the catskills to auschwitz again Incredible. and then there's some panels that blend the two mm-hmm. um and so it just has this incredible fluidity and fractedness yeah. no not even fluidity. Time can be fractal in graphic novels because of the square panels in ways that other media have yeah. to be fluid because of linear linearness. You're you have a big brain. You're a genius. Thank you. Holy shit! I just wrote a paper on this yesterday. Well, I, I hope it, it goes really well because <laughs> I can't see how it wouldn't. Like, Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, yeah. That's insane. And so I bring that up in terms of the assault because she kind of flips back and forth to, like, when it's happening. And then she flips, like, from, like, like there's a lot of time clips. Yeah. In yeah. recounting that. It's a that. long scene. It is. But it's not all that. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it just builds so much context around it that we yeah. don't get to see in a lot of other media. Yeah. So yeah. it's just 
very well done. And this is so... I think it's the best portrayal of sexual assault I've ever seen. And it, it, it is... I don't want to say beautiful because it's not, but it's just does so much justice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful is not the right word, but yeah. It's... I don't know. It's good. It's, it's excellent. Good. It's very good. <laughs> it's good drawing. Yeah. I liked it. Um... <laughs> It's more than I liked it. Yeah. Fuck, I liked it. No, I know. Fuck, I liked it. That's why I said that, because it's a simple, basic emotion. <laughs> How do you feel about it? Great. Tell me more about what it did. It did good. <laughs> I'm not targeting anyone with that statement. Um. <laughs> anyways, yeah. No, that was wonderful. Thank you. It was wonderful. Would that be what you wrote your essay on? If you wrote, if you were to write an essay about Laura Olympus? Uh, funnily enough, uh, did well, you write an essay about Laura Olympus? <laughs> uh, God, I wish. I would just started quoting it. Yeah. Um, I would talk about um, time in this, um, in terms of like real time, like a- like modernization of ancient myths, but also like how time flows, yeah. and also the god of time. Yeah. I would just talk about time in many senses and be All like of the essay. Senses of time. So um, Do you have a I. His lore time. Oh my god. <laughs> Analysis of time with Laura Olympus. You're nuts. Yeah. I love it. That's incredible. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do, Yassi, on? Uh, blushing Pink, Color Theory, and Emotional Intelligence from Laura Olympus. Oh, I love that. I don't know a ton about color theory, but I would dive into that a little bit more <laughs> I... because, we, like we talked about, color is so, so... <sighs> What's the word I'm looking for? Decisive, but not decisive. Deliberate. Color is so deliberately used in here to portray different characters. And, like, pink and, like, we talked about Persephone. She's a fucking baby. And, like, newborn babies are very much so associated with the color pink. Yeah. And, like, I just... Especially baby girls. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to talk about, like, how that translates to, like, how they act and how they react and, like, the actual, like... Not just emotions, but, like, the emotional intelligence and how different characters interact with each other and how those colors map to that kind of interaction, you know? Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. But also, I kind of want to – I mean, I already have written an essay (laughs) about bimbofication (laughs) and how to be a bimbo and also be desired and be desirable and not be, you know, static-brained. But – I'm not going to. I suggest a collab called Bimbo Pink. Bimbo Pink. <laughs> Bimbo Pink. Yeah. Uh, Fuck it. Yeah, I wish. Um, I can't keep writing thesis statements on why women are bimbos and why that's okay and why it's also not and why we are the way we are. It'll take over my life. So <laughs> It'll make you a flat character. You need to be using that. Yeah, well, you know, I want to be a Stepford wife. Is that so bad to say? No. Nope. It, it is, though. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I would do. I love that. Parting thoughts? Fucking read this. Yeah, it was. It's free online, so it's free online. Just read it. Just read it. <laughs> okay, thanks. That's been another episode yeah. of Getting Literate. I'm Julia. Yeah. I'm Katie. Do we know what we're reading next? Absolutely not. All right, go with the fucking flow. Chill yeah. out. Thanks for getting literate with us. Yeah. Good night. Uh, sleep tight. Uh, don't go to the tonight. Like how it won't be the This has been an episode of Getting Literate with Julia Honeville and Katie McCulloch. Be sure to follow us on social media at Getting Literate on all platforms. 
and follow the podcast from wherever you're listening for more opportunities to get lit and get literate. Thank you.